the story of how you met your best friend used to be relatively simple. Oh, we both went to the same school in the fifth grade and we've been besties ever since. But since social media came around and we're living in an increasingly technological world, a lot of our stories of how we met our close friends begin like this. Yeah, so I was following her for a while. I sent her a DM. We went to coffee and we've been close ever since. Online friendships. They're kind of the new thing. You might have met a friend in real life who started as an Instagram follow, or you may have friendships with women you've never met. And if that's the case, do they really qualify as friendships at all? Today, I'm talking to Bailey T. Hurley, and we're unpacking all things online friendships because they're kind of the new thing. I'm Danielle Byard Jackson, and this is Friend Forward, a podcast about the joys and drama of female friendship. Whether it's trouble making friends as an adult or having tough conversations with women you've known for years, I am here to help you through all of it. As a certified friendship coach, I'm hitting you with research, strategies, and tips to help you navigate the complexities of relationships with other women, because it's time we put in the work for better female friendships. Today is exciting for me because I'm talking to somebody who is another friendship enthusiast. I have Bailey T. Hurley here, who is a speaker, writer, and community builder, and really all the things. And I admire so much the way she's able to make plain some really complicated ideas about friendship. So Bailey, thank you so much for being on the podcast with me today. Yes, this is exciting for me too, because, you know, I think it's totally fair to have girl crushes online and (laughs) one of them. So I think this is really fun to be able to kind of join our experiences and our intellect together to talk about friendship. But today we're going to talk about online friendships because there's so much to unpack here. Bailey recently did a blog about this very subject and you should definitely go look at her website's baileytheurley.com and she unpacks it. And so I was like, uh, this is good. Can we discuss? But especially now more than ever, people are creating and leaning into online friendships. I'm thinking back actually to a friend, some friendships that I have that I still talk with today that kind of maybe started with, oh, we're both writing for the first time. You know, we're both doing blogs for the first time. But then we started talking about how we loved goal planning. So once a month we would FaceTime and say like, what are your goals for this month? And what are yours? And then it turned into, we both were having babies for the first time. So now we were sharing, how is, how did this go for mothering? How did this go? And so, you know, she sent me gifts when I had my, um, my like last uh, little girl, she like sent me a present in the mail. And so, you know, all of a sudden it's formed into this relationship. She lives in, I live in Denver and she lives near Atlanta and I have family there. So I'm always like, whenever I come to Atlanta, like let's try to get together. And it's not weird. And I told my husband this later, I was like, this is, it's kind of weird. Like it's weird (laughs) that like I have made this like real friend, but we've never met in person, like after like five years of being friends. So, um, yeah. So I think like all these things where I'm like, is, is that weird? You know, Danielle, what do you, what do you think? Like, you know, I I could see where if you were saying this to me, like four years ago, I'd be like, uh, weird. You need to get a real friendship and not a virtual friendship. But Mm -hmm. now I feel like it's, it's not only normal, but I feel like we have to talk about it more. Um, so that for those people who are still wondering, 
is it just me? Is this weird? Mm -hmm. We can normalize it. Yes, we are meeting online. People are meeting their spouses online. The pros and cons of it, because then you're like, well, are you, do you still have like in-person friends? Are you still connecting? You know, like, are you still kind of having those aspects of like serving each other in person? So I would, so again, I, it's funny because I think I still get stuck too, where I'm like, no, these people are friends. Like I'm sharing life with them in a weird mm -hmm. way. Um, or we're supporting each other through something, you know, you might have a specific, this is where I really hone in on like online friendships is that when I started writing, nobody, nobody, like none of my friends were doing this. Um, who was I going to relate to? Who was I going to talk through things with? It was people who were doing the same thing and maybe they weren't in my immediate circle or my like immediate neighborhood, they were across the country. Um, and so again, I think that, and you don't have to be pursuing a job to be doing this, but maybe you're going through some kind of grief or maybe you're, you are starting a new hobby, or maybe you are in like a military family and you're connecting with another woman whose husband is also in the military because maybe none of your friends or family understand. So I think that that's like a beautiful part of friendship, but then, you know, I think if you're just admiring a celebrity like they are not your friend sort of that's that's right like you might dm you might dm rihanna every week she's not your friend yes. yeah, you know, i think what's so tricky about that too is that friendship looks different but i think the requirements will always be the same so always you know being vulnerable with each other showing up for each other mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. being each other's cheerleaders, you know, listening to them, even though it might be an inconvenience, but they need you right now, or just mm -hmm. all those things, you know, having positive shared experiences. I think that will never change. Being somebody mm -hmm. who, who keeps their word so I can, I can count on you when you say you're going to do something. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't think that will ever change, but I think with our eyes, what it looks like when we look at friendship, I think it looks different. Mm -hmm. Then there, I know that it's kind of tricky because the definition of friend itself, I think it's, is, I like that it has range, but it can also make things really complicated because, mm -hmm. you know, I, I know I've had conversations with women about, you know, do we use the term too loosely? I know sometimes when I, I message women back or, or things like that, I'm like, hey friend, because it sounds inviting, but I'm also aware of like, you know, well, if you really count, you have like three, mm -hmm. four, like, friends friends and then you have women who you're like really cool with you think they're great but are they friends and then when you throw in the word associate to try to show different levels does that feel kind of stale i mean what what are your thoughts about the whole like okay this is a friend friend and she's like my friend or she's like my girl you know how do we how do we qualify who's what in that kind of imaginary hierarchy in our minds yeah, totally. So first off, I've really like kind of stepped back on using the term friend because I do love that term. But yes, like I've stepped back on it because I'm like, oh, like this person is an acquaintance. Yeah. This is not a friend. <laughs> like what are the practices you do to um, stay, like maybe to create that online friendship into a, like a friend? Do you yes. think there's habits, rhythms that have worked for you? Yeah. So, okay. So one, I've definitely done that thing where we were just social media friends. And then I was like, do you want to grab lunch sometime? I think it'd be really cool. I'm, I'll be in the neighborhood. And this is with a girl who was about an hour away. And I was like, I'll be in the neighborhood. Could be cool. And it was awesome. And then we ended up like collaborating on work stuff and hanging out. And it was just really fun. I think in, in I'm sure you can attest to this too. I think being intentional and not tricking yourself into thinking it's just you who wants something or desires more that it will probably be welcomed, but somebody just has to 
do it. If anything, if you've got that fear of rejection, you're like, I'm not going to put myself out there. I mean, hey, online friendship, you don't have to see her tomorrow. Like she rejected you and then you have to bump into her. So there's that as like a silver lining. But I think like online friendships have a, a special space. They're possible. I think depending on what they look like, they qualify as friendships. How are you like maintaining online friendships? Yeah, I think that taking things to like different apps is always important. I use Marco Polo a lot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's again a pretty low risk place to try to start a friendship because sometimes I've like Marco Poloed some women back and forth and it's totally died off. And then some have totally taken off. So I think that instead of trying to maybe schedule, um, because scheduling things can be really tough, um, with an online friend, this just feels like a very low risk. Like let's become Marco Polo friends. You check in when you check in when it's available to you, um, to do that. And then I think to really strengthen or like take an online friendship to the next level, I've noticed really investing in what's happening in their life has been so fruitful. So again, having people send baby gifts for our baby was just like so thoughtful. And I definitely have seen other women, like, I don't know, just like launch things in their businesses and send them a little um, like Starbucks gift card or um, just different things like that, I think has really, I think shown that it sounds so silly, but like it shows that you care and you're paying attention and you're having, you're, you know, you're being thoughtful. I think opens the doors for so many more conversations and more vulnerability. You finally feel like I've, I'm seen and this person cares about me. So I'm going to kind of like give back into the relationship too. That's good. And you know what I I love about what you're saying is, you know, oftentimes when it comes to like the in-person scenario, when people are like, oh, I'm, I'm an introvert, but I want more friends or how do I do this? Or I feel like we're always in a group. Sometimes I always go to suggesting, well, first of all, if the group hangout is like your main forum, how can you start to get these people one-on-one? Because it, yes, it's hard to build a a personal relationship when we're always in a group of 10 people. So how can you kind of like take it to another space, get them one-on-one and, and have deeper conversations that are more focused. um, And people may, Maybe aren't like trying to fit the pressure of, you know, the group dynamic. And the reason I bring that up is, I mean, you're kind of drawing the parallel here of taking people out of the big online field or the social media town hall and bringing them into like a safer, quieter space. And let's just chat one-on-one through Marco Polo. Or for me, it's been Voxer, that app that was like popular a while ago. And now it's popular again, but I've brought some people over there. And, and like you said, it allows us to have other conversations. It takes us out of the loud town square where people are shouting. And then like, to your point about creating opportunities for vulnerability, maybe I'm, you know, maybe they get to share something that they didn't necessarily post on social but they shared with me because we're just talking so now when they mention that you know launch that they might do on friday but they haven't announced or that doctor's appointment that they're nervous about i'm able to follow up and say like how how was the appointment yesterday are you good how are you feeling which is something that maybe not everybody was privy to so i love your idea about bringing it to like a quieter space Mm -hmm. uh that's that's more focused and distraction free to explore the opportunities of kind of like being closer friends. Yes, absolutely. That's so good. I haven't heard of the Marco Polo app. I need to get it together. Uh, it's phenomenal. <laughs> it's, it's like boxer, but it's with videos. So you can actually like see facial expressions and all the above. It's definitely a win. What is your motivation for like reaching out is it just like hey it would be nice to do this or is it because you see something you guys have in common and you want to let her know what for you sparks the initial outreach 
that's so good. You know, for me, it's more of like a lifestyle than, um, I think than one thing. So trying to think of another friendship that I created, she like maybe like loves hospitality and she like sells beauty counter or something like that and has all these things going on, but she is like a pastor. She was also sharing like, I'm a pastor's wife. We're like leaving all of our friends and family to start community in Virginia and plant this church. It's so scary, so hard. Um, and for me, I was like, you know, I just want to know what that's like. What is that? She's experiencing something I don't experience, but we share a lot of the same values and personality traits and um, character qualities. So just sort of started to begin to reach out of like, how's it going? Like, what, what are you afraid to leave behind? How are your kids handling it? What are you going to do with your time when you get there? Like, what's the, what's the objective to build community? And so we started, um, you know, we started then going, we went to Marco Polo and then I would just be like, oh, like, you know, you sell beauty counter. Tell me about it. Like, what is that like? And, oh, you always make the best meals for your kids. How do you prep those snacks? Like, when do you do it? So I think a lot of times my motivation is almost that like mentorship role, but it, but at the same time, like we're maybe the same age or there's just, it's like more peer, peer to peer than like mentor to mentee. Um, but that usually it's like a little bit of curiosity or like, she's doing something I've wanted to do. Like, I would love to just kind of, I'd love to know more. Um, but I think more in a friendly approach than like being a like nosy person or something. So (laughs) (laughs) tell me everything. Um, So maybe my motivation is yes. Like seeing women. Cause again, like social media opens you up to like so many different lives that are being lived. And if I only know, let's say the people in my small group or my neighbors or my book club, like to see all these other women doing all these other things or raising six kids or really focusing on their health and being like, yeah, like I would love to just know like, what, how do you do it? And, and I like the idea too, of like, even somebody you admire, like, man, how does she do it all? Girl, tell me more. How are you doing this? How can you help, you know, give me some insight. So I think that's like a cool way to determine like, yes, I'm reaching out to her. Now, what's so interesting is that like you have these days people who have businesses and a part of their business Mm -hmm. outreach is like, hey, just sliding through the DMs because, you know, I've got these supplements that you can buy. (laughs) Just let me know. Code 451 if you want to, you know, it's like, okay, (laughs) first ask me about like my life, you know, so I think maybe that's a tricky part about building online friendships is perhaps the skepticism of like, okay, where's this going? Do, do you want something? Like, what's the deal? So I can right. see that being like a murky space or why we'd have mm-hmm. some reluctance because online is a place, it's, it's both a social sphere and a marketplace. So trying yeah. to determine like, what do you want? Totally. Which is why you like have to come in and be engaged. I think throughout, like build your credibility, um, which sounds so funny, build your credibility as a friend. But it's like, if you have been following this person for, let's say like three months, like, you know, you're commenting on their posts. You're like already having conversations. I think that that, so again, even for me, because I am a marketplace and a person like those folks that are, you know, coming into the DMS who are commenting on things and like truly trying to engage in a conversation, then when they're more likely to maybe come in and ask questions, I feel like there's trust there mm-hmm. versus like, you just want, you want something from me. So that yeah. can be really tough. And I think it's, I mean, I would like to hope that we have intuition and like, it's pretty clear, <laughs> 
from the like front end that someone is just selling you something or, you know. Right. Yeah. You're nicer than me because I'm like, I don't want your code, girl. I don't want your code. <laughs> <laughs> I've only gotten sassy one time and I don't regret it, but like I was pretty sassy when someone said, you like working out has changed my life like for only an hour a day like you could do and I was like an hour a day I don't have an hour I like went through and I was like I'm doing this and this and this if I have an hour I'm like I am making dinner I'm cleaning the house I'm exactly you don't know my life Meg two four three four yes oh my gosh I totally agree okay so so let's flip it to the other side because right now we're talking about okay how do we reach out what determines whether or not we you know show interest how do we do it how do we move them to a more personal space. Now, the other side of it is having women reach out to you or wanting more of your time or wanting you to hang out and wanting to integrate. And the nicest way to say is not having the capacity to bring that person in. What are your thoughts there? I know we're talking about like online friendships. So the person who is messaging or constantly suggesting hangouts, but for whatever reason, insert reason here, you don't have the capacity for it. What have your experiences been there? What has your advice been in in those kinds of situations? I feel like you just have to be honest because if you kind of keep putting it off, like they're going to keep coming back, like waiting for you to, to hang out. Um, So I think being honest really helps. Also, my favorite thing to do more in person than online, because in person, you're like, you, you know, more people. But when I see someone really trying to like want more connection and more depth, I just say, you know what, like, I, I don't have capacity for that. But like, you know, Cindy over here, like she, I think you guys would really get along. Like, I think that you should totally reach out to her. I think that could be a really great thing. So I do a lot of that in person. So online, I don't know if I've done that as much usually and just honest and kind of close the door, which can be tough, but I've done a lot of in-person meetups when people reach out. Um, it just kind of depends on the person. Again, you're like, if you're creepy man, like no, but there's again, if these people have been engaged and we've like, you know, been communicating for a while, I'm coming to Denver, um, this or this also another thing I'll do, um, which I don't know if this would be helpful for people, but sometimes if they're like, I'm coming to Denver and I'm like, you know what? I'm so sorry. Like, I don't have time to meet with you, but here are my three favorite coffee shops, my three favorite restaurants. You definitely need to go to this place. Tell me, tell me how it goes. So it kind of like continues the conversation in a nice way of saying like, I can't personally like come and like hang out with you and spend time with you but these are my favorite things to do, but I'd love to hear what you're, you know, like come, but come back, like, come tell me how it was. What did you love about your trip? How did you like that cute little boutique that I recommended? So that's what I've done in the past. That is a good strategy. That way it's not like a a no. And I know for some women who are listening, if you're in business, we know to never just say no. It's always like, no, you know, well, we have this over here. It might be a better fit. So applying (laughs) that same mindset to like friendship or, or friendships that you don't necessarily want to reciprocate, which is okay. Um, I think that's such a great response because it's still, instead of closing the door, it's still in its own way, a form of invitation. You know, can I invite you to this person or it still allows you to be a resource. And also it's been hard. I have been on the receiving end of people who I thought were like, I thought they were social media friends or maybe I just wish that they were. There's a bookstagrammer I really love. And she's like, I'm coming to Denver for a book conference. And I was like, I was like, she's going to love me. I love books too. And I'm going to like take her out and show her the best time. She was like, absolutely. She was just like, no, (laughs) I'm not going to see you. Keep me humble. Keep me humble. Like, well, that was a little embarrassing. So just remember, (laughs) 
<laughs> that, yeah, like sometimes you think you're friends, you're not. <laughs> that You know what, but that's good for us to own because, you know, we're talking about strategies for outreach and what to say when you don't want to accept an invitation, but then rejection ourselves and that just being like, a part of it not everybody is one gonna like you or maybe they like you but not gonna be able to prioritize you in their life so she's coming to Denver but maybe she's only here for a certain amount of time and can only see yeah. a certain amount of people and you're not one of those people and it's not a reflection of you or what you offer or your value it's just like oh boop, not a good fit at this time and moving on with your life it's just a part of life yeah, it is just a part of life. I think it's so easy to second guess like I'm not value that person my time isn't important that's true for like your friends not for like, I think the online space. Yeah. So I did, I had a little moment of like, you know, yeah, she really didn't need to see me. We are not friends. And like, that makes a lot of sense. Like, why would she make time for me? She doesn't even know me. So. <laughs> oh my God. Did you send her a follow-up message of like, totally understand. I totally overestimated our relationship. <laughs> I don't know. I think I was just like, that's totally get it. And I, I hope I didn't say another time. I was probably just like, have fun. <laughs> or like, let me know if you need something, which is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just a part, you know, there's a great conversation because online friendships and connection can be weird, but hopefully we're shedding a little light on, you know, no, you're not alone. If you call somebody you've never met, you're a friend. No, you know, you're not alone. If you've reached out to somebody and they didn't return it and you had to kind of grapple with that. Mm -hmm. And there are, you know, Bailey's just outlined for us really gracious ways to, you know, share that you don't have the capacity and kind of owning that and, and not being seen as a mean girl, but being honest and still yeah. being compassionate when you do it. It's possible to do both. And so hopefully just this conversation for any woman listening helps to normalize some things, clarify some things, but online friendship is here to stay and we better just figure out how to navigate it because it's a thing. So If you're feeling pretty intentional about working on your female friendships, well, then you should join us in our exclusive Friend Forward membership. Here you'll find courses, challenges, events, and of course, a community of tight-knit women who are ready to work on the very same things that you are. We launch on October 14th, but the waitlist is on fire right now. So be sure to join us at betterfemalefriendships.com. We can't wait to see you over there.